And now in studio with us this morning, we have Rita Shacklett from the Rutherford County Library System. Rita, good morning to you. Good morning, Scott. It's been a while. Hadn't seen you. It has been. So during the holidays, you know, you have Thanksgiving and then, well, I guess before that, you've got even Halloween. Oh, yeah. And then Thanksgiving and, of course, Christmas right around the corner. So with all of that going on, what happens at the library during those seasons? Obviously, we have some special programming, and I think everybody's probably seen at several of our branches, Santa will be coming, so be be on the lookout for that. Uh, so just check out our website. We are still transitioning because our website had an upgrade that we didn't know about, and it really threw a kink in everything. So if you have trouble finding anything or not sure about something, just contact one of our branches to know about that because we've had some some real issues especially room bookings and things like that but starting december the 18th we are starting new patron profiles um so that in the past we've had just juvenile and adult and with juvenile the only thing that was restricted was internet or video privileges and parents could sign for permission for their children to have that well now we have starting december 18th we will have juvenile, young adult, and adult. Juvenile being birth to age 12. Young adult is ages 13 to 17, and adults are 18 and over. And what this means is, if you have a juvenile card, then you can only check out materials in the juvenile section. Young adult obviously can check out juvenile materials, but also things in the young adult section. Our biggest concern at this point is the young adults, especially middle school, high school, that need access to adult materials for reports and required reading, that kind of thing. We do have the option, parents and legal guardians do have the option to opt out of that restricted card, meaning they can come in and it's just a simple short form that they just check off what they want their child to have and sign it, and we will adjust their profile for what they can do. So our biggest concern at this point, and the reason we picked the 18th, is because that's the week of winter break. Winter break starts, I think, on the 21st. So we're hoping to get the word out to enough people before reports and things like that are going to be due again. And so we're encouraging parents and legal guardians, if they do want to give their children more access than what this restricted card would do, to just come on in and they can come in now if you're going to be in the library we already have the forms ready the profiles will not be turned on in the system until the 18th but if you're going to be in there and you want to make some changes go ahead and do it now and we'll take care of it come the 18th again with us this morning rita shacklett from the rutherford county library system so the changes with the library card how do you go about deciding well what's going to be classified as uh, material for younger readers and what's going to be classified for those who are young adults uh, you know teenage up until 17 years old how, how do you decide that materials when they come in the publisher will assign an age level for that but we have catalogers who look at those things our youth services folks look at young adult and juvenile materials 
and really determine when they see the book if that is something that we feel like should be in juvenile or should it go in young adult or some young adults we put in the adult section. We also have authors who write series and we'll have some and they'll come in from the publisher, the same series, and some of them will be classified as adult and some will be classified as young adult, but it's all the same series. So, you know, we, we have to try to catch those kinds of things too, because that's just somebody's opinion. And so we just have to look at things when we don't get to order from seeing the actual books anymore. That's hadn't happened in a long time. We have to order from reviews. We use professional journals and things like that. But we don't actually get to see the books or materials until they come in. Is it harder these days to classify things that you receive as far as this goes for the adult section, this goes for the the juvenile section? Because I'm curious if the books or the magazines, whatever's being printed that comes to you, is it more extreme in some ways than what it was like, let's say, 15, 20 years ago? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you never know what you're going to see anymore. But I think publishers are, you know, there's always been a lot of stuff out there. We have to pick and choose what we can afford to buy with our budget, and we try to be very careful with that. So in that regard, I guess you can say we censor because we have to make choices because we can't just buy everything out there. So we try to buy what we feel is best, and so that's why we use the professional journals and things like that. But I'm sure each generation feels like they're just publishing all kinds of things anymore. (laughs) So, you know, again, it's a personal opinion, but I I do think that they're probably publishing a lot more that our parents, like if our parents looked at some of those things, they'd be going, whoa, wait a minute. Just like the advertising on TV and things like that, you know. Yeah, everything has changed to a big extent. And do you or does the library have much of a say when ordering books from certain publishers or do you literally just receive let's say 20 books from this publisher and then 20 books from the next publisher uh, no we have select what we call selectors throughout the system we have staff some staff are they really like science fiction or they like horror stories or they like christian fiction or obviously our youth services take care of um young adult and um juvenile We have people that they really like the mangas and the graphic novels and things like that and keep up with that. So romance novels, that kind of thing. So we have what we call selectors throughout the system. And we send these professional journals to everyone and they will look through and mark what they feel is in their area of expertise that they feel is something we need. And I'm sure some things can be can be missed. And so oh, yeah. probably parents will sometimes come to you and say, hey, I don't think this should be in this section. Right, right. And how do you handle those types of complaints, I guess? We have what we call a request for reconsideration form, and that's available online as well as you can come in and ask for something. And, you know, obviously we're human. We can make mistakes, but people can come in and request one of those forms, fill it out and turn it in and we'll take a look at it, look back at the reviews, really evaluate the material and we'll have the material on hand. Um, Sometimes it's a matter of, like one time we got um, a Christian fiction novel and we had a Christian fiction sticker on it and somebody filled out a form and said, you know, 
there's some pretty strong language in here. I'm not sure this is really Christian fiction. You might want to take the sticker off. And that's what we did. And things like part of the series was an adult, part of the series was in a young adult. Hey, can you just put them all in the same place? So, you know, some things are that simple. Other things are like, I don't, you know, some people request things to be withdrawn from the library or they feel like it needs to go, a juvenile book may need to go in young adult or young adult and adult. So we really have to look at those. You know, it's interesting what you're saying about the different books that come in and choosing what category they go in. These are things that people in multiple lines of business face on a regular basis because i was talking to someone in a clothing store just a few days ago and they were saying you know these new jeans that have come in recently they're almost too risque for us to put out but yet teenagers want them and are buying them some with their parents some without their parents right but the holes in them and you've heard this many times i'm sure are in the wrong place right and and i remember having a discussion when my girls were in high school which has been a long time ago but it's like and this is strictly a personal opinion i don't understand i mean people look cute in them but i don't understand why you would pay such exorbitant prices for pants that already have holes in them (laughs) but again that's my favorite and I know people that wear them that look really cute in them that's just a personal opinion but but you're right I mean even look at what you order Um, we don't get to see we don't see things and just like they order clothing in stores or whatever a lot of time now they will go to market and kind of things like that we don't really other than going to a conference once a year we don't get to see materials, the whole thing, until we get it in. And we order, last month we ordered almost 1,600 books in the month of October. September we ordered over 2,700 items in one month. So, you know, we will probably make a mistake somewhere along the line. We just, because we're ordering from these little, I, I look at the orders before they're finally ordered and I see a little book jacket that's maybe a half an inch tall. And nothing tells me anything about it or anything like that. So if I see something I think might have something, I'll go check on Amazon or whatever. Just, But I really, we really don't know until it comes in. And there's a lot of things there. So we're going to, we are human. We're going to miss something somewhere. You know, it it's interesting, your line of work, because... You're able to see how society has really changed over the years in a lot of ways, more so than a lot of people out there, because it's like you're a recorder of the history of America, right. you know, being at a library. You've seen a lot of changes over the years firsthand and, and obviously read about changes. I have. And I and I laughed. I told somebody the other day, I remember this is probably in the 80s. We had a very small shelf behind the front desk when I was working the front desk, and we had some of those books back there. <laughs> and those books were, I remember we had the Bell Witch and the um, Caves of Tennessee, and they were back there because people would steal them. So you had to ask to check those out. But the really risque book was The History of Prostitution. <laughs> and there were no pictures. It was just a history of, you know, what they said was the world's oldest profession. And that was the worst thing that we had. 
That's wild. <laughs> uh, you know, or people would complain about bad language in books. Now we look at that and it's like, mm, you know. It is really interesting how society has kind of evolved in different ways. Well, we've become numb, I think, in many, many regards. Not good or bad. We just, you know, we just, when I read a book, I skip over things that I don't want to read. Or if I don't want to read it, I'm not a Stephen King fan. So I don't check him out. You know, that's the beauty of the public library is that people have a choice. It's not, we're not making you check something out. You 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 get to pick and choose what you want. And I think in a lot of ways, the internet, social media, those types of avenues have have helped make us numb because the graphic pictures that you see, sometimes not meaning to, that pop up, that that plays a role in it. It does. And, and you know, good or bad, I remember my, my mother being just, mortified when a girdle commercial came on tv and now now look at what you know look at what we get exposed to for ads and stuff on tv anymore and i think that's going to be true no matter it that's just that comes with progress unfortunately yeah again with us this morning rita shacklett director of the rutherford county library system you know and of course in uh, some foreign countries commercials where you see people partially nude are not uncommon right right and so i don't know i don't know what the answer is i'm probably more conservative conservative than some people but as a public library we have to try to have material for the community and we have a very you you know as well as i do we have a very diverse community just like we have a diverse staff which makes us i feel like um represent the community more so you the staff there they have to be non-biased on right. on what they right from what they choose you know as far as books coming in to you know how they look at the books right i think it's Im- really impossible for anybody to be totally neutral but public libraries try to be as neutral as they can we don't voice an opinion we don't you know what we feel like personally, I always catch myself if I start to say, well, personally, I have to remember, oops, that's me. I have to take that hat off and put on my librarian hat. Still having to have some filters and things like that. And just like our board members, if they're starting to say, well, personally, they have to take that personal hat off and put their board member hat on. Which makes complete sense. Right. Because you, the library, I say you, but the library is a place of learning. And right. somebody may not learn whatever it is they're reading the correct way if they go in with an opinion that, well, well this person said this about XYZ. Right. It can really change your and, opinion. And the other thing we have to remember is that we've had in place for quite some time if your child is under the age of 13, they're not supposed to be in the library by themselves. They have to have a parent or legal guardian with them, and they have to stay with them at all times unless they're in story time or something like that. You know, there were times, I mean, I've heard people have told me how much the library means to them and how they remember going in. Their their parents would drop them off. They'd spend all day. You know, there was one girl that told me one time there was a rocking chair in the back corner and her mother would drop her off and she would spend all day in that rocking chair reading. And I'm thinking, what a wonderful, that just warms my heart. But what breaks my heart is you can't do that anymore. 
we would like to think we're a safe place, but we have a lot of people through our doors every day at every branch. And so you can't just drop your child off anymore. That's not something that hasn't, hadn't been able to do that in a long time. Does it stop people from doing that? No, but for the most part, parents stay with their kids. You know, there used to be a time where it was safe for kids to walk to school or ride a bike to school, but you rarely see that today. Yeah. I mean, my parents used to send us out trick-or-treating by, by ourselves, yes. <laughs> you know, for two or three hours and come home and, and and never check our candy. I mean, and a lot of it was homemade stuff, but you just didn't do that. But that's been a long time ago. Well, uh, I trick-or-treated by myself with my friends, and I'm sure your kids did, too. It, yeah. It's, it's really different today, yeah, though. It is. It is very different. And whether we like it or not especially in Rutherford County where we have grown so much and we're still growing. Um, we have to remember there's a lot of people in town and things can happen. It is amazing how fast Rutherford County has grown. I mean, we're looking at over 360,000 residents. Right, right. So with that number and with the number increasing, does the library system receive grants that somehow correlate with the number of the population here well we we do um, apply for grants through the state of tennessee um, the library um, state library and archives offers grants that we get and that's based on your service population um, and so we get things for materials we get special funds uh, that are state funds and federal funds um, but we get computers and printers and things like that as well and so there's a lot of grants out there that, yes, we usually have to give our service, what we call our service population, which is different from the county population. Because Laverne is not part of the library system, so when we talk about service population, while we have people from Laverne that are library patrons, um, our service population does not include Laverne's population. Now, there has been talks about on the new property that the city of Murfreesboro traded with Middle Tennessee Electric, which is on Veterans Parkway. On that property, if and when the city builds a school, will the library system also build a remote branch for the library? Oh, I hope so. I, that will probably be well past my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> but I do hope that that's considered that would be an ideal place for a branch. So going back to what we were originally talking about on the air is the library cards and the changes with the library cards. For anybody listening, if they have a, a teenager who needs a new library card or to update it, what, what should they do and what, what do they need to expect? Okay, anybody with chi a child or children under the age of 18, so that's 17 and under, um, if you do not want them their cards to be restricted to that particular section so like juvenile could only check out juvenile etc then if you will stop by when you're in one of our branches um, just tell them that you would like to opt out of the restricted card and they'll get you a form that you can fill out um, and we'll take care of the rest of it and it won't take probably less than five minutes and again children who are Above the age of 13, they're allowed to be there on their own. Is it 13 and up, or is it just above the age of 13? 13 and up. Okay, so 13 and up. 
And, uh, you, you know, during times of Christmas break, for example, do you see an increase in younger people coming into the library? Definitely, um, especially over winter break. And some of our branches like MGL and Patterson Park have a whole lot more than because <laughs> that's almost like summer for them because there's a lot of kids that are in there. And that is one branch that is different with the age um, for being in there by themselves because it is in a community center and a lot of those kids, the parents don't come with them. And so at Patterson Park, at MGL, we go with whatever Patterson Park. If they can be in Patterson Park, which I think is seven or eight years old, I believe, um, they can be in the library. So that, that branch is, is an exception. So as we close this morning, any events coming up at the library? Again, hopefully check our website. We hope it's right. <laughs> if not, just give us a call or when you're in, ask. But I know we have some things for Christmas um, and for the holidays. Um, so check. I know Santa's going to be at least in three of our locations, uh, Smyrna and at Lime Ball and Eagleville, I believe, is also having Santa. So kids, be good. That's, and come, that's right. Come see Santa and tell him what you want. Sounds good. Again, Rita Shacklett, Director of the Rutherford County Library System, in studio with us. And uh, Rita, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Scott.